0: Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisted ways that art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke. And I'm Sandra sharifah and we are your hosts on this zany adventure, and I need you to know I did not see the countdown screen, so I was just talking, and I'm like, I hope it's recording, otherwise.
1: <laughs> it it did, that's, it did before you, like, started talking, <laughs> and that's where I was like, yeah, if you need a second, go ahead and take a second, because I can edit out whatever we need to edit out.
0: <laughs> I was just, I, apparently that's how we're going to greet each other from now on. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Hi, we're going, click.
0: Click, Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness.
0: Okay. Let's let's do a podcast.
1: <laughs> let's do a podcast.
0: <laughs> okay. We're not going
1: to do a lot of uh, small talk
0: no, this morning. I'm leaving bright and early tomorrow morning for, well, yeah. by the time this goes to air, I will have already been there and back, but I'm leaving bright right. and early in the morning for a PolyCon, and I have what can only be qualified as a shit ton of stuff that I have to do. So. A shit ton? Shit ton. <laughs> That's the scientific term for it, a shit ton. There we go. So uh, this one might be kind of short. This is going to be a short and sweet one, I think. It's not sweet. It's not sweet at all. It's not sweet. <laughs> it's not sweet. <laughs> Let's don't give the people the false hope. No. We are, and I know we've been teasing this for weeks on end, but we're talking about Cocaine p- Bear today. Finally talking about it. <laughs> yes. So you watched the movie last night.
1: I did.
0: It's, it's <laughs> campy and gory and... Yeah, I didn't
1: think there was going to be that much gore. <laughs>
0: oh, it's so gory. It's so it's gory. It's so gory. But, but the way gampy. that they do it is like, there's some scenes where I was just seriously falling off the couch. It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> yeah. But I I was laughing really hard.
0: It it It's not like anything, you know, you, you think sharknado but it's not even like that like no it laughs at itself so much it's it's brilliant and um yeah elizabeth banks is the director of it actress director elizabeth banks um who did a fantastic job uh you might remember um oh my gosh what's his name jesse taylor he played mitchell on modern family um he no was idea he was in cocaine bear and the two of them are actually really good friends which is how she ended up being on modern family and he ended up being in cocaine bear because those two are actually very good friends so little behind the scenes bit there yeah was it just did you watch this with scott or i watched
1: it alone (laughs) well (laughs) we were in the same room and he was just so tired last night that he's like Kind of in and out of sleep. So every time I'd laugh, he would like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) How do you sleep through cocaine, Bear? (laughs) He's not feeling the greatest. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. He's got like some major allergy issues going on. So he took like a Zyrtec and just was like, I'm going
0: to sleep. Well, Michigan's been doing like 80 degrees, 30 degrees, 80 degrees, 30 degrees. Yeah.
1: And it was snowing on and off all day yesterday. So
0: gross. Yeah. yeah okay so whether you've seen cocaine bear or not uh if you have seen it i I hope you enjoyed it like like (laughs) we did and if you haven't seen it yet give it a try don't watch it with your kids because it's really gory yeah um i watched it with mine because they're teenagers and now i can (laughs) but um yeah give it a try yeah
1: emma i could see her laughing but also being very terrified of it yeah so I'm glad I kind of watched it first because I can be like, close your eyes.
0: <laughs> okay. My favorite scene in the whole thing. And I don't want to do spoilers. So this is going to hint at spoilers, but we just have to. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. <sighs> when the um, guard accidentally shoots the guy in the head. And yeah. then she's like, oh, sorry. And he's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, shoot the bear. <laughs>
1: but then I was like, okay, maybe don't shoot the bear because you have terrible aim. Your aim and then is when horrible. he's like, shoot the bear in the ambulance. Yeah. I was like, Don't shoot the bear.
0: <laughs> that whole ambulance scene. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Oh, it's hard. Okay, so let's get started on the real story of cocaine beer. That is the not yeah. the mouse for this computer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong computer. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing great things today. <laughs> I also feel like I'm talking really fast because I'm just like so well for sound. So
1: sorry. How many that. cups of coffee have you had today?
0: One. I've only had oh, one. Just like... This is this is just me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so on September eleventh, nineteen eighty five, drug smuggler, smu- <laughs> smuggler, drug really? smuggler, Andrew C. Thornton the second, get that second in there, yeah, was trafficking cocaine from Colombia into the United States, en route in a self piloted Cessna four hundred four Titan. Thornton dropped a load of 40 plastic containers of cocaine into the wilderness, then bailed out above Knoxville, Tennessee. Unfortunately, his chute didn't open. Probably because he was weighted down with so much shit. When his body was recovered, he had on night vision goggles. He was wearing Gucci loafers. He had knives, a couple of pistols. $4,500 $4,500 in cash and a duffel bag filled with 75 pounds of cocaine. Holy shit. Yeah. Which was worth $15 million. Damn. Yeah. So he he had all this on, jumped out of plane. Shoot didn't open. And now, this was what I found the most interesting when I researched this. Because a lot of what the cocaine bear story is very, like, cut and dry. Yeah. But when we research Andrew Thornton a little bit, <laughs> just just wait. Just wait. This is insane. Okay. So um, this genius was born October 30th, 1944, in Bourbon County, Kentucky. He is okay. the son of Carter and Peggy Thornton of Threve... May- Thrive- main stud farm so these people have a big horse farm breeding racehorses yeah now if you know anything about the racehorse circuit this is a very very well-paying gig okay
1: yes um which speaking of the kentucky derby is like this weekend
0: is it really yeah oh that's cool um he grew up in lexington in the lexington kentucky area and attended the private school, uh, SAR School, and the Iroquois, Iroquois Polo Club. Of course. <laughs> so th- this family's rich, rich. They're, yeah. they're loaded. Uh, which, <laughs> this guy's an enigma. He later transferred to Sewanee Military Academy and graduated from there in 1962. He then joined the ROTC and attended the University of Kentucky for a semester before he dropped out and joined the Army. He okay. trained at Fort Bragg as a paratrooper for the 82nd <laughs> Airborne Airborne Division. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> but yet he couldn't get his parachute open.
0: Yeah. Do you think maybe in any of his training, they were like, hey, do you know what you shouldn't have on you when you jump out of a plane? 75 pounds of any added source of weight that you don't need. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Because those parachutes are weighted properly for how much you weigh, and then you add more. That's not going to work.
0: No, you're just going to go straight down. You're going to go straight down, which he did. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's. it would slow you down if it opens, but it sounds like his parachute never opened at all. So it could have been a faulty parachute. Still, isn't there usually
0: like a backup chute?
1: Yes. (laughs) But if you have the extra weight, you're falling faster. Yeah.
0: So it's, I think everything worked out of his favor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, how high was he? Honestly, oh, holding 75,000 pounds.
0: Well, in the movie, they show 000? him just that's like right. doing lines before he jumped out of plane. And honestly, that's yeah. probably what happened. It's probably yeah. what happened. He probably didn't even pull the cord for the, the backup shoot. Hell, he might not have known that his shoe wasn't open. <laughs> right. <laughs> Woo, I'm falling pretty fast. This Woo. is so fun. Woo! <laughs> it was a great flight until the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did the plane go down? Um, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But they basically bailed okay. out. There was too much weight on the plane, and the plane was going down anyway. So that's why they just started throwing shit out, thinking they'd get it later. There's rumors that there was another guy on the plane with him. Um, but we, the, you don't know who was there, because nobody's going right. to come forward and be like, Hey, yeah, I'm no, the other no, drug no, smuggler, like... smuggler that was there.
1: <laughs> no, he's probably like, I'm living this life up. I got all the stuff on the outside. Yeah, That's how he knows about the cocaine pair. <laughs>
0: But, you know, all of the, the bags of drugs that were dropped there, they're still, to this day, they haven't all been recovered. That you know of.
1: Yeah. Because people aren't going to come forward and say that they found it or not.
0: Exactly. So, you could be walking through that woods at some point and be like, what's this? Oh, shit. <laughs> what's this? It's Christmas morning. <laughs> <gasps> okay. So, um, he trained to jump out of planes. Uh, in ni- in 1965, he participated in the U.S. invasion of the Dominican Republic and received a Purple Heart for his service. Okay, like this guy has everything going for him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's an enigma. He returned to school for a year uh, in 1966, but dropped out and went to work training racehorses for his father. Okay. So this is after he gets out of the Army. He was going to try something else out. Uh, Apparently working for Dad wasn't a good fit. In 1968, Thornton joined the Lexington Fayette Urban County Police Department. He took night classes at the Eastern Kentucky University and graduated with a degree in law enforcement in 1971. He later went on to get his law degree.
1: I mean, corrupt corruption. That's all I got to say. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, he worked as a member of the Lexington Police Department's narcotics squad and worked on the g- narcotics investigations with the Drug Enforcement Administration.
1: Yep, that's what it is. It's corruption. He got, somebody was like, listen, I can get you all the money. Yeah. More money than you've ever even seen, and you're rich.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, okay, well, I've got the in. Yeah. No one's ever going to suspect me because I'm a member of the law enforcement. And um, Yeah. Unless he started as a undercover. I don't know about that. There might no, have No, I'm been. saying started as. Oh. And then was like, well, fuck that shit. I'm having fun over here. <laughs> and that could be it, too. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, where he was, what he was doing, but he was in yeah. the narcotics division. Um, and it was during his tenure with the Drug Enforcement Administration that he started smuggling drugs. Yeah. So he saw the life that these people had, and all the money that they were dealing with, and went, "Hmm, I don't need." Probably got hooked on it. Yeah. I don't need daddy's money if I do it this way. Yeah. He resigned from the police force in 1977, but was still practicing law in Lexington. A corrupt lawyer? Stop it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, you know, if he wouldn't have gone the drug smuggling route, like he had, he had everything going for him. Right. He still would have had a good, stable life financially set. Right. Eventually, mom and dad were going to die and that horse farm was going to be his and he could do whatever he wanted with it. Like, Right. Oh, well. I don't know. That wasn't what he did. Okay. His downward spiral continued 4 years later when he was a- among 25 men accused in Fresno, California, Fresno, California, in a theft of weapons from the China Lake Naval Weapons Center. <laughs> they chose they stole weapons from the Chinese Navy. And were consp- not smart. No, they were conspiring to smuggle one thousand pounds of marijuana into the united states how do you put that under your shirt like that's right a thousand pounds that's a lot of pot that's a lot
1: of pot <laughs> i thought i saw a lot of pot in
0: my lifetime a that's a thousand lot. <laughs> pounds that's yeah pallets full of pot um Thornton left California after pleading not guilty, only to be arrested as a fugitive in North Carolina. He pled no contest in Fresno to a misdemeanor drug charge, and the felony charges were dropped. A thousand pounds? And he got a slap on the wrist?
1: Well, they probably pinned it to somebody
0: higher. Probably. Probably. He was sentenced to six months in prison, fined $500, place five hundred dollars per- five hundred dollars <laughs> seriously <laughs> they shook their finger in his di- his direction stop at- that's like, yeah
1: no, no not even a pat on the wrist <laughs> that's yeah it's a tap flick on the wrist it's a flick
0: <laughs> no 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 um i'm sorry if you're hearing noises in the background my husband just came home and the dogs are tap dancing because they're excited to see him <laughs> oh i don't hear anything okay that's good um he was placed on probation for five years and had his law license suspended. So at least now he can't he can't practice law anymore. Yeah, which just means it's time to go all in to uh, all in the, the drug smuggling. <laughs> okay, so six months in prison, got a fine pro- on probation. He didn't learn anything from this at all. He no. he went all no. into drug smuggling after that. As we know, because on September 11th, 1985, he free fell to the ground and died. His body was found by 85-year-old Fred Myers in the driveway of Myers' home. (laughs) So, like, he's starting his day. He's going out to get the newspaper. And there's a dead guy in his driveway, (laughs) tangled up in a parachute
1: what the fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) looking in the sky
0: like okay where's the plane (laughs) exit is there are there more coming down this is an 85 year old man it's a good thing he didn't have a heart attack right uh the plane crashed over 60 miles away in hayesville north carolina okay so that went down too. which i think i think they knew it was going down and that's why they just started bailing shit out um, the story of Thornton was examined in Dominic Dunn's Power, Privilege, and Justice and in Sally Detton's The Bluegrass Conspiracy it was also detailed in the Discovery Channel's double length episode of the FBI files named Dangerous Company in 2003 Okay. His death served as the inspiration for the story arc of season four of uh, FX Network's show Justified. Okay, I never watched that, but I heard of it. Yeah, there was a lot. I've never checked that one out either, but apparently the beginning episode of season four features a flashback to 1983 in which a man falls to his death. Parachute still intact with bricks of cocaine scattered around his body. <laughs> the bag that had carried the cocaine becomes the focus of a mystery roughly 30 years later. So y- you can see where. Okay, yeah. And then, of course, it became the inspiration for Cocaine Bear, directed by Elizabeth uh, Banks. Thornton is played by Matthew, I-, I hope I'm not saying his name wrong, Rise, Rhys, R H Y S, Rhys. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. He was on The Americans, and he is currently the star of HBO's Perry Mason. He okay. is also married to Carrie Russell, who was his former co-star of The Americans, who also is in Cocaine Bear with him. So. <laughs> okay. So that's that's his little weirdness there. Yeah. Which, that, that surprised me that he had, like, this great upbringing and... Just squandered it away. Yep. Yep. Drugs are bad for you. Don't do drugs. (laughs) Don't do drugs, kids. (laughs) Okay, now on to the bear. It was three months after Thornton fell to his death that a dead black bear, that would later be known as Cocaine Bear, uh, was found in the Chattahoochee National Forest. (laughs) On December 23rd, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation reported finding a dead black bear that had eaten a large amount of cocaine from these containers. (laughs) Now, how much cocaine... A large amount. A large amount. How much cocaine are we talking about? Each of the containers held about 75 pounds of, of cocaine. Okay. The total value of all of these containers at that time, was $20 million. If you adjust it today for inflation, it's $55.6 million. Holy fuck. Yes. By the time the scene was studied by government authorities, all of the containers had been ripped open with their contents scattered. (laughs) Oh, the containers they could see anyway. Yeah. So basically the bear just started tearing into all of them and... Yeah, devouring it. When a medical examiner was called in to look at the 175 pound bear body, which is it's not that big of a bear.
1: No, that was like a baby bear. Yeah, I bears mean, can get up to like a
0: 600 pounds. This one only weighed 170. That's that's 15 pounds more than Cerberus, my dog. Yeah, that's not that big. Um, but when the medical examiner checked out the body he found every problem you would expect from a massive o- overdose cerebral hemorrh- hemorrhaging respiratory failure hypothermia renal failure heart failure and a stroke so damn yeah this ba- this bear had a rough rough he ending. went quick yeah but... <laughs> painfully yeah his stomach was so full of cocaine You couldn't have packed any more in if you tried.
1: Oh, my goodness. So he just kept eating and eating and eating. Yeah.
0: Ugh, that poor bear. Uh, The Georgia State Examiner then had the animal taxidermied. But his adventures, (laughs) yeah, his adventures didn't end there. Retail store Kentucky for Kentucky first reached out to the Georgia Bureau of Investigations to try and find out what happened to the bear. This was about 2013 through 2014. And now, it seems weird to me that a retail store would have any interest in this bear at all. Yeah. Until you consider the kind of stuff that this store sells. They sell preserved dung from Kentucky Derby champions for <laughs> a jar Holy crap And Crap Yeah Holy (laughs) crap And tie-dyed shirts That are tie-dyed In Kentucky fried chicken gravy (laughs)
1: Like actual gravy? Yeah (laughs) I don't
0: I don't I don't understand I don't want that I don't want that (laughs) Gross I don't understand I don't want it Ugh now, their, their motto here is that they ha- they have a history of taking on bizarre projects that they believe give a shot in the arm to the state's mor- morale and culture. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. What the fuck does that mean? So your culture is um, horse dung and gravy? Yeah. That's not a culture (laughs) so did they get the bear uh yes they got the bear um they partnered with the georgia bureau of of investigations because apparently the the gbi has nothing else to do so they partnered with them and found mr bear on display at the chattahoochee river national recreation area in georgia
1: (laughs) this is the cocaine bear
0: yeah Um, they found it there, but by the time the Kentucky for Kentucky team were able to get to it about, this was about eight years ago, its most recent post was as a decoration in a traditional Chinese medicine, medicine shop in Reno. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The team connected with the widow of the man who owned the store. And she agreed to give cocaine bear to the Lexican retailers as long as they paid the two hundred dollars in shipping. Which I mean they they just have to sell one jar of horse shit and they, there's your shipping cost right there. Right. Who's paying two hundred dollars for a jar of shit? I need to know who these dumb fucks are. Dumb fucks. Yeah, don't don't buy doo doo. Don't buy doo doo. <laughs>
1: No, you can go to any farm and ask, hey, can I have some horse poop?
0: <laughs> and They're going to go, why? What are you into, weirdo? Right. <laughs> Unless you're news- using it like fertilizer for your garden or something like that. Right. But if you're just getting a jar of shit, like that's. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go smear it on
0: somebody's car. <laughs> I'm about to be my pettiest. <sighs> yeah.
1: Okay, so I have a horrible neighbor. I'm going to go put it on their lawn
0: (laughs) or on their front porch in a burning bag. There you go. But I'm not going to spend $200 for that. No. No. I'll shit in the bag before I'll spend $200. (laughs) (laughs) That's cost effective. I'll save money and just shit in my own bag.
1: i can't breathe
0: <laughs> we're not gonna shit in any bags no not today
1: there's no shitting in bags on no. this episode of Mimesis.
0: <laughs> okay so at the kentucky fun mall the bear now welcomes travelers who may or may not have traveled to lexington just to see him
1: Okay, (laughs) the next time we travel through there... Yes,
0: we have to go see Cocaine Bear. We
1: have to get a picture with Cocaine Bear. Yes.
0: According to the shop owners, people from as far as Sweden, Australia, Poland, Finland, and parts of Africa have all journeyed there to see the infamous bear. I really hope they came here to do more than just that. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. They just so happened to (laughs) let's go.
0: I want that. to travel overseas and see a bear that overdosed on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Dokie, okay. You've got so, some weird priorities. Sir. I really do. Uh, Kentucky for Kentucky has a whole line of merchandise for Mister Bear, including my own favorite. And, and this name sounds filthy, but just bear with me. It's a blow globe. Which is basic, That sounds horrible. It does. It sounds so dirty. Um, it's a snow globe, but, you know, it's supposed to look like blow, like cocaine, as yeah. opposed to snow. So. You can get a blow But it, has, go- a it has a little bear in the middle. a little bear in it. <laughs> I shouldn't want one of those, but I kind of do. <laughs> kind of want one.
1: I mean, you love snow globes. You have yeah. a whole collection. Oh, I kind of need it. It a- makes sense.
0: I need a blow globe. I'm not going to call it that. It <laughs>
1: really is really,
0: really dirty. <laughs> because you
1: can take it so many different ways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So many different ways. It almost could be a verb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So they also have um, t-shirts, hats, stickers, and more. All with cocaine bear on them. We're, we're drawn to a close on the the trivia I have about Cocaine bear. Like I said, there's not a whole lot to this case, but this one, this one, I know you you just celebrated your anniversary, but if you wanted to renew your vows, according to the bear's owner, cocaine bear has the authority to officiate legally binding (laughs) weddings in the mall where it's being kept due to Kentucky's marriage laws. I know. It sounds like utter bullshit. It really does. Um, But in truth, and also we're going to Kentucky, we need to talk about this. Um, In the state of Kentucky uh, where is it? I lost my spot. The bear does not. Okay. In truth, the bear does not have the authority to solemn solemnize weddings but the state of kentucky kentucky cannot invalidate marriages performed by unqualified persons if the parties believe that the person marrying them has the authority to do so so that's basically a weird strange law if this husband and wife believe that my water bottle here has the authority to marry them then nobody else can say that that's not true
1: So, (laughs) no, I don't even want to go that way and ask a question that is just going to fire me up. Yeah. So we'll just
0: leave that alone. (laughs) (laughs) It's early in the day. We don't need to get super political quite yet. No. But but by that standard, Cocaine Bear does have the authority to conduct legally binding weddings in Kentucky. And he does. Some people are... Married by Cocaine Bear.
1: Let's go have another wedding.
0: <laughs> I had my classy wedding. Now I want my cocaine bear wedding. Right. <laughs> and it ends with a blow globe. <laughs> and more ways than one. More ways than one. Oh good lord. Oh, dear. So there we <laughs> have it. The short and sweet little nugget of cocaine bear. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the moral of the story is, is that there was no extra of activity that the bear did.
0: He just no. died.
1: No. The, so <laughs> oh, that's where it differs than the movie.
0: Yes. The, basically, the only thing that is the same. The only thing that is the same is that the bear ingested cocaine. That's it. And the guy died in the plane. And the guy died in the plane. The bear did not chase anybody. He didn't. He did not kill anybody. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't go on any kind of rampage. He just ate a whole bunch of cocaine and then OD'd. Yeah. So those two elements are the only thing. Everything else is complete just Hollywood chaos. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's very much chaos. It's chaotic (laughs) entertainment. And it was. I give Elizabeth yeah. Banks all the props in the world because that could have been another Sharknado and she made it so much better.
1: Yes. Yes. She- I've never seen Sharknado. I've seen a couple of them.
0: There's more than one. Oh, honey, there's like four. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Dear. There's also, oh my gosh, there's, Um. I remember Jay and I were flipping through the channels one day and we found Sharktopus. Half half shark, sh- half octopus that could, like, walk on land and crawl on shit. And, like, it was one of those things that you're flipping through the channels and we saw that and then just sat and watched the rest of it because it was it was so horrible, but you couldn't change the channel because it was just, right.
1: like, what am I really watching? And
0: then you get done and you're like, I'm never getting that time in my life back, but I'm yeah. not sure I regret it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what that, we have for today.
1: You should all check it out because it honestly is a funny video.
0: It is. It's very funny. Yeah.
1: It's gory, but it's funny. Yes. Just be prepared. There is a lot of gore, but it's funny how it happens,
0: and that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of judge yourself for laughing, but you're gonna laugh yeah. just the same. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Do you have any ideas what your next one's gonna be, ma'am? I don't know. Okay, so if anybody has any ideas, message us. Oh, actually, Absolutely. Jessica Sroga sent me another idea. I'll have to uh, forward it to you. It looked very interesting. Yes, please. I will. That would be a good one. Yes.
1: All right. Okay, we'll let you go get finished packing. Yes. So. Go get my day
0: <laughs> on track for chaos. <laughs> yes. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Mimesis. If you enjoy this podcast, by all means, tell your friends about it and give us a review on whatever platform you listen on. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.